Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, you know what we're getting close to, right? It's a great time of year. It's, it's employee appreciation banquet time of year. Which is this year? When is the banquet? May seventh. May seventh. That's right. Okay. I know you were the the gracious host. Greatest. I, I, I was no, the I greatest. Gracious, host. Thank you. Gracious. I, I appreciate you saying, saying that was the greatest. Host. greatest. Yeah. I was the, the greatest. Gra- the greatest host was Noah Nagy when he hosted <laughs> a few years ago. But it is. It's coming up very very soon. I know everybody is you know submitting their award nominations for professional ex- excellence awards for corrections officer of the year award, parole probation agent of the year award. What am I missing? Is that all? Yeah, I missed your nomination. Sorry. Okay. Well, that, you'll, you'll maybe never get maybe that, next year. But uh, it is. It's a fun. It's a fun event. You hosted it last year. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? You, did you have fun? It, hosting it, it last was. Year? I did have a lot of fun. It was. It was the biggest ever. So that was one. One thing. It's a lot going on. Today, it, was, it was bigger than yours. Yeah. It was. It was at a different event. It was. It was at a different arena. Still had enough so. chairs. Where are we having it this year? Same place. It's at, yeah. It's going to be back at the Lansing Center. Okay. So speaking of you and hosting, we do have breaking news, right? We we do we do have breaking it, news. We, you've been fired. That's true. You I are no fired. longer the host, right? That's yeah. I've I've graciously stepped aside. You've graciously been fired. Okay. <laughs> and so I mean I'm excited today to have on our new MC of the banquet. That's right. It's not you or me. It's not, yeah. That's so tell everybody who it is, Chris. You're, it's, you're, you're, well, you're maybe we should just have the person say who they are. Okay. So let's so let's introduce That's because it's kinda of, we've been talking for about five minutes and she's just been staring at us. So <laughs> So let's introduce the next this year's host for the employee appreciation banquet. It is dun 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 dun. Dina Grammatico. Dina, welcome to Field Days again. Thanks. Uh, friend of the pod. Uh, so what do you think? So how did, how did this all happen? So I was um, sitting at my desk diligently doing my work, and my work cell phone rang, which no one really ever calls me. Besides, I think the lady that had my phone before me, her name's Helen, because the only bill collectors call that cell phone. But on this day, it was a 517 area code, so I decided to answer it. And I didn't really sound enthusiastic, you know, the, the normal grammatical. Mm-hmm. And on the other end, it was Director Washington. She's like, hey, Dina, this is Heidi Washington. Who are you? And she asked me, she goes, have you ever been to the Employee Appreciation Banquet before? And I said, no. And your answer was yes, I hope. I hadn't. I had <laughs> okay. never. And she's like, well, I think I can make it happen for you this year. She's like, how would you like to host? I don't know why, but I didn't think that's what she was going to say next. <laughs> like, So <laughs> it completely kind of caught me off guard. But I was really excited, and I said yes right away. And um, Did you mean to say yes? Or and then the crippling fear crept <laughs> Well, no, I like, right? thought about it for a second, and I asked her. I said, wait, wait, wait. Who hosted it last year? And she said, Chris Gouts. I was like, oh, I got this for sure. Like, I can <laughs> yeah. totally follow him. Very well done. Yeah. She chuckled. And, and yeah, so that was that was it. Okay, so then you got off the phone, and then did, did it all settle in? Did it sink in? And you thought, oh, my God, what did I just do? Kind of. Like, I started sweating, yeah. <laughs> and I had to tell someone. But I'm sure you are excited about, so I did. about, about hosting the, the Oh, no, I'm very is, honored. I'm very excited. Even though I'm kind of nervous about it, it's, I guess, to be expected. Sure. But no, I'm I am very excited about it. Well, it's at the Lansing Center again, right? Yep. It's a very very nice venue to have this at. Very big There's room. Probably yeah. 500 people that attend this well, thing. Well, right? 457. It's rounding up. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, there's quite a few people. There's a, a lot of our wonderful staff who are being recognized for the night, which is which is awesome. They have their family there, so it's it's a very nice night, Chris. Wouldn't you say? 
Yeah, I would say, and I'm, I know that Dina's going to do a great job. We just did a walkthrough earlier today, so she got to see part of the room. It's it's a very it's like, like it's rehearsal a, dinner kind of thing. Yeah, we did a little rehearsal. We had met with the the facility staff over there to, to kind of talk through the contract, and she got to see a quarter of what the room looks like because they can section it off. And so we just had to tell her, imagine this room times four. That's the, <laughs> that's the kind of room that you're the size of the room that you're going to be in uh, commanding for for the nights. But yeah, it's going to be a great great night. Yeah, I mean, for for those of you who don't who never came to the banquet or are not, you know, you're not familiar with the Employee Appreciation Banquet. It is really a night to celebrate our wonderful staff that uh, it's, it's, it's so well-deserved. There's a lot of awards given out, like I said, pro- professional excellence awards for people who have, you know, really went way above and beyond throughout the year to do something. There's the Corrections Officer of the Year Award. And do you know when, they're, when are they uh, voting on that? It's going to be on uh, February 26th, so, so right around the corner, where we're going to find out when, uh, when who the next uh, Corrections Officer of the Year is. They, that, that's, ex- that's exciting because, you know, I'm biased FOA. You know that. I, I love FOA. You're very biased. We do have an ARU investigator who is who's up for that award for Corrections Officer of the Year because, you know, he's they are um, MCO, and we're very excited about that. So I'm not pulling for him. Maybe I am, but... Well, you don't get a vote, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I don't. And you know what the best thing is? Is It is actually the husband of our current parole probation agent of the year, Tony Cooklin. Wow. So, you know, if, if, if he wins, then the awards just keep rolling through that house, and uh, it's it's a wonderful thing. But, yeah, so it, it's a wonderful night, and it's it's a fun event. Everybody goes, and they, they network. We sometimes have some pretty big some pretty big gets to come talk with everybody, right? Yeah, we've had governors, lieutenant governors uh, uh, come and speak. So, yeah, some... We're hoping. We'll, we'll see if we can pull off the same magic uh, this year. So we're definitely going to try. <laughs> well, so Dina, you know, knowing that all this happens at the banquet, what are your thoughts and plans? What do you What do you hope to accomplish here, other than not messing up? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just really humbled by the experience because I get to acknowledge the awesome people that work for MDOC. So I've been talking to my boss a lot about it and how nervous I am and. The one thing that I took away from what he said was that, you know, they picked you for a reason and just be yourself. He also said, you know, the cliche thing of imagine everyone in their underwear. <laughs> but I just told him to make sure he sits like all the way at the back <laughs> of the room so I can't see him at well, all. It's, it's funny. I, I, I totally agree with him. Picking you for a reason um, to just be yourself. But that is the exact opposite that Chris got when he got told <laughs> that he was doing this. It was actually, don't be yourself, Chris. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm not kind of weirded out because I sit in the front row. So... <sighs> Yeah, that's going to be weird. Yeah. weird for you. <laughs> you sit in the front row, huh? You're one of those? Okay. All right. Well, it's, hey, congratulations, Dina. I Thank think you. Is, it's going to be a fun night. I'm especially with, with you hosting. You know, what an honor it is. You know, Chris and I have both done it, and it is nerve-wracking, but it is a lot of fun. And we wish you nothing but the best, and we will definitely laugh at your jokes, even if they're not funny, right, Chris? Yeah, so we, you know, you got to pick out how you're going to do it. You know, are you going to do a roast style? Are you going to do you know more more traditional? Are you going to pull a Noah? Are you going to pull a Greg? You what, know, what, what do you mean when you say pull? Yeah, a Noah? what's a Noah? Well, we we talked about that off <laughs> off, uh, off podcast, but we'll, we'll, we'll fill you in <laughs> fill you in on how that went. But no, no, did Noah did a good job. He so did, yeah, he did. Every yeah. every member of the Field Days uh, podcast uh, hosting has has been on the, been an MC. So. I yeah. guess this means you're going to be one of the next uh, podcast hosts, so that you get, you got that to look forward to too. All right. Which one of us are you going to fire next to become become <laughs> me, host? Me, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Dina. You know, congrats. We wish you nothing but luck, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on after the banquet to talk about your experience. So thanks I for coming out. We appreciate it. it. Thank you. 
All right, Chris. Well, it's, it's always fun to talk about the banquet. It, it is a very nice night, but there was also a big. It was it was a big night last week, right, for the state uh, of Michigan and the new and the new governor, right? Yeah, we had the state a state address. So were you there? Just, Did you go? I was I was not there. This was the first time in seven years that I didn't uh, was in the Capitol for the speech. So it was a little different. It was kind of nice to be home and watch it like everybody else, or probably not like most people. Most people probably okay, don't I, watch I it. I watched it, and this is the first time in seventeen <laughs> years that I didn't go either. Right? <laughs> yes, I've never went. to the First time state. in thirty nine years that you were again <laughs> yes. weren't, weren't at the speech. I, I wasn't invited. Yeah, I did, no, I did watch it. I thought it was it was very good. It, it, it didn't mention so much about us, but it did touch on some things that we that we do right. Yeah, we didn't get any specific mention, which which we knew that going in that that wasn't going to be the case. But you know, she did talk a lot about state employees and trying to do things to help and assist state employees. And, but one of the things that really caught our eye was her push to have sixty uh, percent of the state's population have a college degree or a vocational certificate by twenty thirty. And so we're obviously doing a lot in that realm right now with the uh, thousand plus Pell grants that the state of Michigan and the MDOC received in the final year of the Obama administration, which is the first time in years, maybe even decades, that we've been able to have post-secondary education for our prisoners that weren't self-pay or funded through some other grant. So this was a really great push, and it was able to really beef up our numbers of prisoners who were in college degree programs. So we're, we're very excited about that, as well as obviously all of our vocational efforts that we're doing through the vocational village. And so, you know, we're doing a lot to add to that percentage already by when we when these individuals parole, they're leaving prison now with national certifications and all kinds of vocational trades. And they're also leaving with associate's degrees, in some case, bachelor's degrees, then going off and getting master's. Or if they've got an associate's, they're going off to, to college and getting their, their bachelor's to, to finish up based on the, the education that they got in prison. So... We're already doing a lot in that realm, and we're looking uh, a lot to to expand that, as well as there, we, are, we already know that there's some legislation in the works. I don't believe it's been introduced yet, but we know that it's coming that's going to look at college programs for prisoners funded by, through the state. So that's but, something that we're interested in. Yeah, you know, in. I mean, I'm, I'm sure some out there would think that, you know, why would you give a prisoner uh, a college education when, you know, I'm trying to send my kids to college and, you know, you know talk a little bit about that because it makes a difference, you know, if... if People come out of prison better off than when they went in. That's long-term public safety, right? Yeah, that's that's what we're all about is offending success and long-term public safety. And we hear that for sure. We hear that all the time, as well as do you know other states that that, that have this issue. And what I always tell them is. Think about your next-door neighbor. If the person who moves in next door to you has just gotten out of prison, would you want the person that lives now lives next door to you and into your children to be a parolee who has no skills, has no job, I'm sure they have some skills, maybe not the ones that we want them to have. Right, right. Yeah. right. So no, that's, that's what we're getting out here. No, you know, nothing positive uh, going on in their yeah. life who may end up resorting to stealing or robbing you because they have, you know, just trying to survive. Or would you rather have a college-educated uh, individual living next to you who's got a well-paying job and is able to support themselves? That's the kind of person that I want to live next door to. Right, exactly. Or, or if, you know, if somebody else in your family. Uh, so, so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help produce better citizens than which came to us. And that's, that's what we do. That's why we're the Department of Corrections. That's why we're not just a, a prison system that locks them up and throws away the key. That's short-term public safety. Long-term public safety is when we put people out in the community who are headed out for success and aren't going to come back to us. We don't want repeat customers. We want people to better themselves while they're with us and then further that while they're on supervision. And then once we're at a point where we feel like they're good to go and we don't need to be supervising them and we're very confident that they're going to do well, then they go off into the world and hopefully we never hear from them again. 
That's right. Offender success equals long-term public safety, Chris. That's right. I've heard you, I've heard you say it before. I don't I've know. heard you say it before. That's right. It's weird. It's like a theme or something. So, you know, speaking of offender success in, in, in our staff, I know uh, we've had Teresa Chandler on many times, most recently about motivational interviewing. And, you know, that's uh, that started, Chris. I'm not sure if you know that. If you went to the training, yet, I, I saw so hats. I'm sure, you're signed I, up. I, I didn't realize that you could get a hat, and so I'm kind of interested now that there's a hat involved. There's a hat. It says MI, but, but the training has has started, and we're we're in we're in full effect right now with MI training. It has rolled out statewide, and we are um, we've got through a lot of first. You know, there's there's two sessions in the first MI, and then there's two more sessions in the second MI. So the training is four days total, but spread out a little bit. So it's it started, and I'd, I'd love to have Teresa come on, and I think we should. Probably once in a while, take some time to talk about some of the stories that we're hearing out of the training. You know what, what people think about it, and you know is it, is it shifting their thought process at all? And because I know we have some some really good stories actually of people who went in not thinking that this was you know just another other training that MDOC is going to put us through, and actually came out of the training the first two days and said, I understand what this why why we're doing this and the difference that this can make. So you know I think we should take some time once in a while to also remind people of why we're doing this because because it is important. And why is it important, Chris? Because every interaction matters, right? I thought you can say the hats again, but yeah, no. <laughs> the but hats. You're stuck on the hats. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, hats it does, sorry. but every interaction matters. We say it all the time. No matter if you're a corrections officer, if you're if you're a parole probation agent, if you're a rum, if you're a prison counselor, every interaction you have with somebody, either positive or negative, it matters and it has an impact on somebody. So, this is great training, and I'm, I'm looking forward to you know having some people on who went through it or having Teresa back on to talk uh, about where we're at and yeah, where absolutely. We're yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the motto at uh, Lakeland Correctional Facility. Every interaction matters. Every, yeah, yeah, every interaction matters. So good stuff. Anything else you got, Chris? I would just say uh, keep your eye on the television. Last week, Director Washington spoke at our uh, academy, a new academy. So we've got close to 200 officers that are uh, going through the academy this quarter. And so Director Washington went out to speak with them. We plan to have some uh, some folks from TV there, as well as we're going to have some newspapers uh, come out and cover uh, some of the academy life and the kind of a day in the life of a recruit, because we are trying to hire 700 new officers uh, this year. And so we're going to be obviously trying to get some more attention to that. And uh, I, I suppose we're going to probably hire some new agents too, right? Is that is that is that a thing? We're going to hire new agents. Uh, yeah, we actually uh, last week we had a new agent O ceremony. We, we, we well, you probably should have mentioned that you're the FOA guy. Yeah, well, I was waiting for you to get done talking about uh, your thing. So yeah, <laughs> somebody's uh, got to Director CFA. Washington and Deputy Director Marlin were at the new a- new agent O ceremony last week. You know, welcoming uh, a host of new agents uh, to come into the department and, and make a difference. So yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I'll make sure to tune into that on TV, and I hope everybody tunes in next week to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.